Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Jessica, how are you doing today? Burp. Oh, speaking of burps, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Burp, be good. I'm superb. The guy, there's a guy on the bus today that was burping. And then like, he's just talking under his breath and they go burp and then keep talking under his breath. And he'd say things like, you gotta be kidding me. And then I was like, I wonder if he's also farting. Cause sometimes those things kind of go back and forth. <laughs> It's like, like a one in, one out. Yeah, it's like a horseshoe shape out, of gas out. and burping. Just don't press him in the middle. Oh, that's our <laughs> yeah. guest. Uh, first time podcast guest. New-ish friend from our first clothing swap last summer, I believe. Was that that long ago? Feels like it was last summer. Summertime. Early uh, fall. Her sister's been a guest on a few times. Yeah. Uh, it's Nicola Verhall. Hi. I did it. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. so bad with last names. Gold star. How's it feeling? Oh, and yeah, you're a costumer. Good. You work in film, which is fascinating. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I. Uh, How did you get into that right kind now. of work? Um, My dad always worked in film. Oh. And then I graduated art school and I wasn't sure what to do. Okay. So, And I worked a bunch in retail. So that all just kind of like snowballed into getting into costumes. Do you sew or do you find costumes and then tailor them? What part do you do? I do like the I've done a couple different things, but my my latest job was basically maintaining everything on set. So I'm not a good sewer. OK, but most of what we do is like cutting holes in clothes so they can like hook them up to a harness or like putting Whoa. blood on people or Whoa. putting dirt on people or 90% just like holding someone's jacket and waiting <laughs> to offer it back to them. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, can you say what show that was? That was on Arrow, which recently ended. Uh, I don't know what that show is. It's a superhero show about the green arrow. Oh. And it's kind of like set in a fake Seattle. But because it's like the CW, it was very like, yeah, like rich people having romances and oh, that's all that. miraculously being Not able to fight like really life. well. That's yeah. all I want to see. Yeah. Rich people getting into scandals mm-hmm. and affairs. Rich people scandals. There's a whole show called Scandal. I've never seen it, but I'm sure it's great. Um, I think that is one of the shows that had some of my band's posters in it, or at mm. least posters oh, cool. from like you, bands the Green Arrow's favorite band. Yeah, Energy Slime because it's green. Yeah, I Randy right. he would stick his arrow in it. Yeah, <laughs> and your Energy Slime. I'm slime my arrow. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's like the rated wow. R version. <laughs> Whoa, um, Randy who. Um, is a our, real person is a real person who owns our record label will always just send screen caps of these shows with our posters in it to us at like three in the morning being like look it's you and I'm like I don't know what this show is but I feel like that <laughs> the arrow is something I've seen before in is my inbox night owl? it's okay Brandy's just always working like I don't think he ever sleeps so different like the green arrow yeah maybe yeah, he's a superhero yeah well yeah superhero no getting out posters yeah. in, <laughs> into tv shows teen he always brings us such fun things across the border he probably just flies across like dough okay mm. it's getting to be that time of year it's oh whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like sprayed you um it's Easter cream egg season. I saw one recently that I didn't buy it, but it looked like it was full of cookie dough. It was like a Chips Ahoy Cadbury cream egg. Oh, I wonder no. who it is. Because they have Oreo ones and like caramel ones, but this one was like Chips Ahoy. And it, I looked at it because, you know, those don't really have a description of them or ingredients. Yeah. And it said like cookie bits. But I was like, I don't want it if it's cooked. I just want... You want the dough. Raw I just dough. want that raw shit. Have you had the raw... The raw edible dough. Oh, yeah. I like, got it at a farmer's market once. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. Farmer's market. Yeah, they had it at a farmer's fancy. market. Oh, yeah, it was <laughs> all farmer market. <laughs> what, what's a farmer's market? <laughs> oh, you, you don't know about that? Can I go there? Have they never invited you? It might be invite only. Exclusionary. <laughs> certain yeah. farmers. Would, would I go with you guys into summer? I don't wake up early enough to make it to a farmer's market. <laughs> Oh, I mean, yeah, you can come with me if you want. Okay. Alicia, can't go farmer's market? No. (laughs) I hope your boyfriend's okay with uh, inviting farmer man into your relationship because he's never going to leave now. I'll give you into it. Yeah. (laughs) As long as you have a hay toilet. Farmer man, get the fuck out of here. Friend of the working man. So it's like artisanal edible dough, like from. <laughs> I think so. I think it's a just farm or something. Yeah, recipe that you could make yourself. <laughs> yeah, I know it's easy to make, but then I don't want to eat like a whole well, batch. You can just buy the log. <sighs> so fuck! 
I feel like such a failure every time I get that log. Because you don't bake it? No, it just goes straight in my mouth. <laughs> like before I even leave the store. Yeah, I feel like you, you wreck it when you bake it. Yeah, it's, it's not, not as it's good. Not, it's Thank not anywhere you. as good, like not even Thank by a you. little bit. You are preaching the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I found a like a gluten-free cookie mix that is as good as making cookies from scratch. And now I'm just like, I don't think I'll ever bake again, mm. which is one of my few joys. Mm. Who cares? I can't bake in this apartment. There's like no surface to like <laughs> roll dough on. Oh, yeah. There's like maybe six inches across. For the listener, there's a recording studio in this 450 square foot apartment as well. Yeah. I mean, like really if, multi-use. if we didn't have that, maybe I could have gotten like a butcher's block island or something. And that could be used to bake. But mm. Basically, the only surface I have is on top <laughs> of the oven. And if you're like preheating your oven, you don't want to roll dough on like a hot surface. I have an idea and you're not going to like it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to just say right away when you shoot it down, I p- was prepared for it. Okay. Because A, you at no point said you did want to bake. So let's just pretend you did want to bake. Mm-hmm. One solve could be getting one of those Ikea um, cutting boards that go across the counter that would cover your sink. Oh, Yeah. But I mean, that's a thing. Yeah. I really liked mine when I had a small place. I also just like, I can't bake because then I just eat it all in like one hour. What's wrong with that? Uh, Nothing. If you like want to feel okay. (laughs) Well, I feel like it makes me feel okay because then I can't think about other stuff because I'm just cramping. Yeah. 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 But that's not how I feel okay. (laughs) Like, that's bad. It's the only way I feel okay. I mean, mm. yeah, if I could, if there was some way that I could be like one of those, remember those dolls that like you fed <laughs> and then they would like shit out the same thing. I don't know if they shit. I thought they, just, they ate. just Would they piss? There was one that there was like, one that pissed, but that's a separate doll. But oh, I do okay. remember the doll that eats and it's bullshit because it just goes back up into the spoon. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And it was just like four little like purple blobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Want to see that doll? You guys shit. had way better <laughs> dolls than I had. I remember being envious of like the dolls that came out when I was like yeah. ten and eleven and twelve. I was like, yeah. those are way better than what I had. I didn't own those. This is just at my daycare. Yeah. I also wasn't given a ton of dolls. I, I was more think, like a stuffed animal person. I don't think I had that one, but I did have this really cool doll that was like a princess doll, and it was like kind of big, like maybe it was like a foot and a half tall. But you put batteries in it and she had this crown and her crown was also like a projector. So you could like turn it on. It would project like flowers and like diamonds and unicorns or whatever onto your ceiling at night. That was a cool. That was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool doll. I had a ballerina doll that I got when I was six, when I was in ballet for that. For one one, day. One one round. One day ballet. Oh, man. (laughs) My costume was falling apart. There's a run in my tights. I had my big Coke bottle glasses. I was a beautiful kid, actually. I don't know why I pretend I wasn't. Um, (laughs) But it was a ballerina doll and she had black hair and I was so excited. And I undid her hair, but you, she had this crown that you pushed in and she would twirl. Oh, whoa. But I undid her bun. And so I pushed down the, the crown. It's like the first day I've had her. And her hair got stuck in the motor and oh, she no. never worked again. Oh, no. <laughs> I was devastated. I mean, all those things. I wanted to see her hair just be wild. Yeah. No, it had to be in a, up. Yeah. you. Did, I think you Invent wanted. that doll. You wanted mm. like a modern dance uh, doll instead yeah. of ballet doll. Yeah. Performance art doll. Yeah. yeah. I like performance dance. art. Yeah. I guess you don't really need a doll to do that. You could you could just do performance art. I think you did do performance art with your doll by getting her, her hair <laughs> stuck in the motor. The same thing happened when I got my first Ken doll. He had like this elastic band. Instead of having like a full Barbie doll body, he had an elastic band joining his oh, right. torso. The, tor- and, the top and bottom. So I would tighten it as quickly as possible and, and then watch spin. him spin around. And <laughs> yeah. he lasted about a day. And I just threw him under my show. bed. <laughs> I remember that. That was like some of the cheaper Barbies or something. Were yeah, like, I got a three pack ones. of the McDonald's Barbies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were the McDonald's ones. And uh, because one of the Barbies had brown hair. Mm. It was the only br- Barbie that had brown hair. I had to get the, like the bell from... Uh, Beauty and the Beast doll to get a Barbie with brown hair finally it's like big deal yeah, it's funny like when you're a kid you like can't <laughs> I guess you just want the doll that has the same hair yeah. as you and I remember that being also very true of Spice Girls mm-hmm. like every Spice Girl that you liked or you pretended to be had to like you had to mirror you mirror you yeah. in some way I definitely dressed up as Sporty Spice one year for Halloween 
Is that the corgi barking? Yeah. Barking? Everyone has corgis. <laughs> That's now. how I say barking now. They, barking. They will keep that dog outside for like an hour. It's bad. And he just barks and barks and barks and barks. And I'm like, let your fucking dog in. It's raining. Yeah. You should also, have a dog. there's nothing for him to do there. It's just a balcony. I mean, he'll shit. He'll shit out there, Aww. and sometimes he'll eat his own shit. Well, Aww. that's because that's natural. Like dogs don't They're like hurting dogs, and also like dogs clean up after themselves. In nature, they would never be around their own feces. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, they go outside to poop. And mm-hmm. when they're puppies, if you put them in a crate, they'll never poop because they know not to poop around themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. So either. what he's doing is like <laughs> probably just cleaning it up because he's just a dog trying to be tidy. Also, because he's bored. I feel. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I went to the Westminster Dog Show. What? Like two weeks ago. And I really don't agree with those people and everything that they stand for and like how they make the dogs all all fucked up. We still respect you. But the dogs themselves, oh man. So you went to like the the most recent one that was just on TV. The one with the poodle one. Yes. Oh my God. People lost their minds when that poodle came out. She's amazing. Her name's Sheba? Seba? I've been pronouncing it Seba, but... So many people sent me pictures. My friend, uh, former guest Sarah Holmberg, was like live Instagram storying the whole (laughs) dog show. And it was like every dog. And I I love dogs. I love Instagram. Yeah. But she was posting like 35 stories. And I was like, I guess it's too many. It's a wild time. But yeah. No, I did the same thing. I probably posted like 40 (laughs) stories. But I was also insanely drunk. Does it last? You were drunk um, at the Westminster yeah. Dog Show? Yeah, the section that I was in was like the drunk person section because we got our tickets from Groupon. So they weren't good seats, but... But there's booze there. Yo, yeah, it's Madison Square Garden, so you can still... It's like any going to any stadium show. You get like, a you know, a couple tall boys or whatever. For like $14. Yeah, but I had the like very stereotypical experience of like sitting there with my friends... We're all like a couple of yahoos and there's like a hoity-toity lady sitting in front of us <laughs> oh, with nice. like a very tight blonde bob just like going like, just so obnoxious. <laughs> and then like, mm, you should have gotten better seats if you're like, yeah, going to be pulling that. I like business. that you were kind of like, it was a party atmosphere for you guys. Yeah, it's a dog Yeah, show. it was my friend's 30th birthday. Oh. So we were in the party mood and I offhandedly was like, well, the Westminster dog shows this week. I might go. Because I'm visiting her in New York and she's like, oh, my God, I want to go. And so I was like, OK, great. Me and Annabelle will go. And then one of her other friends, I was like, yeah, I think we're going to go to the dog show. And she's like, holy shit, I want to go. So then it just like <laughs> kept snowballing. And then we're all like day drinking. And then we get there and I don't know, we're like having partay with the usher. Let us sit in his cool like usher seats because there was almost oh, no seats left. Nice. And then we're just like screaming when our favorite and everyone's screaming when like the better dogs come on <laughs> like like the afghan or the poodle oh, yeah or so the, fancy the afghan is like that's they're the exquisite. fanciest thing i've ever seen yeah, yeah. they're really beautiful dogs hounds they're, are beautiful and you don't yeah. really see them so yeah. they seem so hands are rare. they're an elusive yeah. um same with the standard kind of poodle dog. though like oh my god that's like one poodle. every year they look like aliens she looks like she was born divorced <laughs> like i've never seen a dog <laughs> Looks, I have so many like human like qualities, or like one of the like every like shitty stepmom in like an early 2000s, like <laughs> totally Disney show. I um, need to follow that dog, so good. No, I she's have noticed something like, um, my dog's breeder is a show dog breeder. Oh, so Hank is like Honk. the uh opposite of his sibling, <laughs> and his sibling was like an award winning show dog, yeah, with normal legs. Um, but I noticed something about people at show dogs is they always have terrible shoes. Yes. Yeah. And you're always staring at their shoes as they're running alongside yeah. the dog. I didn't notice their shoes. They're always I like, all the sequence. They're always just like dumpy little. Like, I guess they're sensible. Whenever shoes. I run a little bit with Hank, I'm like, oh, my God, people must think I'm a show dog person because <laughs> I'm like middle aged. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> my shoes are questionable. No, it's a. Uh, Look at the shoes. Yeah, I don't get what's happening. I have noticed that before. I think they put all their money into the dog. Exactly. No question. There, like, yeah, it's really expensive to have a show dog. Yeah, I believe it. I bet that haircut costs like thousands of dollars. And the constant like primping, and you have to have like a steamer and (laughs) steam your special towels. And they have to be brushed every day when they have hair like that. Like Hank's never been brushed. He won't let me. No, but to have their hair straight, you just keep brushing it. And do you straighten his hair? No, but I could. <laughs> I tiny, could like pull out their curls, and that would be like just floofy. 
Is there like a special, any like special products for poodles? I don't know. Like the I know curl? when I got him, he had like dog deodorizer on him because he's a puppy. So he smelled like poo. Oh, oh. I like the like way he'd dogs only been, smell. been like bathed once or twice. He's, you're not supposed to bathe him a lot. Yeah. I like the way dogs smell too. When Hank yeah. gets a bit stinky. I take a big whiff, especially labs. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Labs smell cheesy. water dogs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bottle that. Oh, I love it. It's calming. Put the dog is today. There's a really good black thing? lab. Hmm? Doggist? Is that what it is? The New York? Oh, yeah, yeah. They have a beautiful black lab Oof. today. Oof. Unbelievable. Love the doggist. Guys, what okay. is this? Puppo of the week already? Oh. We got to do some retail nightmares. Mm-hmm. Do a retail. I'm going to do a big retail number two on my chest. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You said you worked in retail before you got into costuming. Yeah, I did. I mean, like, I worked in a couple stores around Vancouver. I also worked in bars. Most of my stories are from, like, bars and restaurants. (laughs) Your whole face just, like, soured. (laughs) Neither of us have really... I've never worked in a restaurant or a bar. Have you? No, I just did catering, so... Catering is... Catering's hard. Catering's so boring. Yeah. But... But I would always like make friends with the bartender or the or the DJ or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, just for like one night, you'd <laughs> sort of have these Friendship people. For one night. Yeah. <laughs> or like they'd be like, you know, passing you drinks or. or oh, I see. Yeah, I love it. Those no, I get it. Things. So it would make it OK because you'd be like in it together being like, oh, my God, look at that guy. He's the worst. Yeah. You probably see people just like on their worst behavior. Yeah. Every at weddings. And weddings. Definitely. Yeah. But anything that's open bar has got to be just. Oh, terrible. yeah. <gasps> and you God. get to see the like decline. Yes. Over five hours of being yeah. like, oh, God. Oh, the oh, the ties coming off. Oh, it's the like blazer. Of drama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. But anyway. Yeah, um, I have a good retail nightmare, and I think I have a retail dream. But my retail nightmare was from when I worked. I worked at a restaurant in Vancouver. It was actually like the one restaurant job I liked. It was at Bandita's. Oh, oh yeah, I say that. I worked Delicious. at Bandita's for a little I bit. Love Bandita's. They're super nice. They like give their employees benefits, and they're very supportive and lovely, understandable, and the food's good. Uh, which is why it was like always surprising if you had a shitty customer because it's like this place is sort of, I don't know, like an a institution warm. of kindness. Yeah. And everyone who worked there was always like it was so always, nice. Yeah. And yeah. And everyone was really, I mean, people have off days, but even then it's sort of like the food's pretty cheap and it's good. So mm-hmm. there was like one British guy who came in every couple of weeks or something. He was real shit. He was just like... <laughs> Also super hoity-toity. And he came with like a laptop and he want like a table of four so he could like spread his papers out. And he oh was just God. like any excuse to act really indignant or like <sighs> just be like, Guff. you know, if like he didn't get his way, he would like huff and puff. And it was just like constantly the shitty attitude and like really rude. Never tipped. What? Never tipped. He was just like the one guy every time he saw him, you're like, hate this guy like i wish we could just tell him to leave you can um yeah in hindsight i should have but i th- I was younger then still but, waiting um, for that right that first elusive tip yeah yeah <laughs> exactly it's gonna mind. be big when it comes it's <laughs> yeah. gonna be so big i know it so anyways there was one night where i had to serve and i was like fuck i don't want to serve this guy and he just like did his usual thing where he like complained about the food complained about where he was sitting oh my god he's really shitty couldn't wait for him to leave so that happens, and then like a half hour later, the phone rings, and I answer the phone, and it's him. Oh, I can tell from his dumb, <laughs> like, dumb British accent. It's like, I can't even. And he was called to tell me that he was having violent diarrhea from the food, and I was like, I don't know what you want me to say, but I can't wait to get off the phone and tell everyone yeah. <laughs> how badly you're suffering right now. And it was like so, I don't know. Uh, that's vindic- yeah, yeah. That's it's like, really good to did hear. He ever come back? No, not that I saw, but I didn't work there for much longer after that. Oh, that would be. I mean, great. like, I'm surprised he has no shame. But also, like, I don't know. How does he know it's from there? Well, that's also it. But I think he just like liked to complain or like to feel like everyone was dumb, but him and the world is doing him to disservice. Sometimes I I think British people move here to feel that way. Yeah, they're just 
I saw my British guy on the bus who's a nightmare. Oh. And he just talks about how much money he makes at top volume Fuck. to his mom, I'm guessing, in Britain. When they're bad, they're bad. But he got on the bus and I just looked at him and he made direct eye contact with me. And mm-hmm. I just stood up and I walked to the completely other side of the express bus, which is 40 feet. <laughs> uh, I'm like, not again, sir. Yeah. Give um, him a long, cold stare. I would want to call a restaurant and be like, I have violent diarrhea. I'm currently having violent diarrhea. <laughs> just leave it. <laughs> I might just be like, yeah. send them an email the next day and say, like, hey, I'm not sure, but... Yeah. And even then, like... It's a vegetarian restaurant. I have 100% had that experience at Bendita's. Oh, really? But I didn't ever blame them. I blame that we chose to eat there on... I think it was like the hottest day ever in Vancouver. Right. And we were just eating like room temperature salsa with abandon. It's like, yeah, beans and cheese and peppers and oil. I I love that place. Yeah, it's great. They're super nice. It didn't stop me from going. Mm -hmm. I love that place. Diarrhea from looking at something the wrong way. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like just the thought of beans and onions gets your system going. Yeah, Yeah. just makes. I just have to think of beans. Oh, I mean, I'm always thinking about beans. (laughs) Mm, Thinking about those beans. Thinking about them beans. Um, a couple questions. (laughs) So he would come in all the time and not tip. Yeah. So you would go and pick up the bill. Would he pay cash or would you like? No, he'd pay with debit. And then just choose no no tip. No tip. Yeah. He because he was always huffed about the service. That's his thing. That's (sighs) his game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gets off. His game is to come in, start complaining right away, so he can justify not tipping you if it comes up. Yeah. It's his fetish. Yeah. It. I wonder, eh? Like, what is it? Like, maybe a non-sexual fetish of some sort. Or just like a power trip, I guess. For some reason, when I said fetish, non-sexual fetish, the image of <laughs> Jello came to my mind. Oh. Hmm, maybe that's what mine is. Innocent I, fetish. I haven't really eaten Jello <laughs> since I like became a vegetarian. Yeah, but I love Jello so much. Like I love the weird consistency. Mm. I love the colors. I love the flavors. The mm-hmm. It's just like I I know that there's got to be like a vegan jello out there i haven't seen it i think you can make it with like agar oh sure yeah of course agar and so i have i just recently got a little whiteboard that's on the other side of my fridge that you can write like what you need for ingredients or whatever for the grocery store and i got it because it came with another thing that i needed i didn't really want it but i was like i guess i have this now and so all it says on it is vegan jello on there and i'm like it's just gonna stay on here (laughs) forever it's aspirational yeah Yeah. it's my it's my uh my what is it called vision 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 i was like wish board it's like the secret you just have to think yes, about it i need to put it out there into the universe that's right mm-hmm. and then a vegan jello will rain down upon me yeah um it's out there i i know it is but yeah before jay and i started dating and i was living on my own i would routinely just like make a thing of jello and eat it all <laughs> like in one day it's a good solo food <laughs> i just because it's still light yeah. I would mean, you wait for it to set or would you sometimes eat it when it's still a bit soupy? Oh, no, yeah, I'd just like a th- thick layer on top. Yeah. yeah. I'd wait and for it go to back set. And that would have a thick layer. I'd like make it at night and then like let it set so over. much patience. Well, it's just like I love, I love, you know, you can stick your spoon in it and it stands straight up. That's fun. <laughs> I don't know. I do like the skin though too. Yeah. I love that. I did an art project with Jello. Oh, really? It was grated poorly but i like oh. put a knife in set a knife like in the jello and Let i think i got like a no i was just like a jello with a knife in like it a i was like this is good and then <laughs> and then <laughs> i think i got like a c <laughs> why it is good i like i don't know art school to me really bummed me out i feel like they didn't get my vision which one did you go to i went to well first i went to capilano and then they shut it down <laughs> Um, and after then that jello. Yeah, after, I, after I went, because my ideas were so novel. Yeah, they were like, we're, <laughs> we're never like, going to top this. Uh, and then I took a gap year and then I came back and I went to Langara. Who gave you the C? What was the teacher's name? I know he was a sculpture teacher. No, I can describe it at what Langara? he looks like. At Langara, it was yes. at Langara? Yeah, yeah. At Capilano, mm. I got good grades. At Langara, my grades were not the best. They weren't ready for you. they didn't get it. Yeah, they I didn't also, get me. I also did an art piece in art school uh, involving like baking things, <gasps> some icing, some eggs, some sprinkles. But I, I totally did it because I didn't know what I was going to do. And I was like, I'll just do some performance art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good grade though. Performance art should be like something that they offer to young kids too. I feel like maybe that was like missing when, yeah, you're unleashing your doll's hair. Because I would love to see those. Oh my God. Child performance art? Child performance art. Just something real deep. 
Yeah, just like embrace that. I mean, yeah. I feel like I was as an only child, I was doing performance art uh, by myself a lot <laughs> like <laughs> behind closed doors. Like, just why don't I take a little bit of every single kind of lotion that my mom has a lot <laughs> and make a disgusting concoction? And then uh, when she's like, what are you doing in there? And be like, nothing. And then flush it down the toilet. Is that performance like, art? Put a spotlight no. on it. And- it's just being a kid. <laughs> no, I think it's performance art. I, think I was an artist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Absolutely an artist. Um, and I would just like burn weird shit in my bedroom. <laughs> oh, burning stuff was a like I I also burn stuff. And I think one time like almost set my whole bed on fire. Oh and I've not gosh. told anyone in my family that story. Because I was burning pages for my diary. Because oh, I was embarrassed. Of course. Yeah. And I put it in like a it was like a plastic IKEA trash can. Oh, and so no. I was like, burned it, left the room, came back, <gasps> and it was like <gasps> That's so scary. <laughs> and then I just had to like get a dish and like go from my bathroom to my bedroom and like put it out and just like hoping that like my mom wasn't close by such a cute face (laughs) i would do that but i had like a huge window like i could swing all the way open in my bedroom so i just do it like right in front of that and like Mm. all the smoke would just go out and if anything got out of control i'd just throw it out the window (laughs) land on our patio so easy to burn something down oh yeah that's my biggest fear like i check my stove and like all the outlets like 10 times before I can leave my house yeah just now I'm like did I turn off the stove it'll be fine it'll like ruin my whole day if I'm like I'm not sure I have a clothing steamer that doesn't have an automatic shut off (gasps) and like I have to like have a ritual around it that I when I pull out the plug I say you've pulled out the plug Mm -hmm. and then I (laughs) put it all the the way (laughs) into the cupboard again like into the the closet and then still I'll get to the bus stop and think did I do what I was supposed to do I do, that, I do that too like I'm like I like make a point of like remember you did this and then by the time I'm driving on the highway I'm like <laughs> did I do it I don't know but she maybe I'm gonna start announcing it yeah just gonna like take photographs yeah there should be like an really app for that I'm sure there already yeah. is but there should be a law that you can't produce you can't make an uh an appliance without automatic shut off yeah that mm-hmm. seems unsafe mm-hmm. I, like these appliances cost nothing to make like maybe probably ten dollars. Like, like you could, and I bet an automatic whatever would add like a dollar to it. Yeah, and then they'll still charge us three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, and I'll pay it gladly. Did you want to do your retail dream? Oh yeah, sure. I remember to retail nightmare. By the way, you did okay. Oh, yeah. Um, do you want to do your nightmare? Sure. Yeah, okay. I was kind of a retail nightmare slash dream. Mm-hmm. Well, so I uh, decided that every Tuesday I'm going to buy a Lotto Max lottery ticket oh just the five dollar one <laughs> this is not my retirement plan i know i'm not going to win but i bought one at superstore somewhere when the the prize was 70 million dollars but Whoa. i don't know how to play the lottery and it's something i've avoided my whole life pretty successfully until uh looking down retirement um i bought a ticket and I don't know how to check the ticket online because this less particular lottery ticket has like 30 numbers oh wow whoa and so I went to a store where you can just like, I purposely went made a special trip to the store so I could scan it. Uh-huh. And the scanners were off oh. because the lottery booth wasn't open yet. So I went back another time and another time and they were closed. And I went to another place and I had just had my lottery ticket in my hand. I was just looking around and then someone that works there was like, we don't have a scanner. <laughs> we just sell tickets. So it took me a week to scan it. But I scanned it and I won $20. You. Oh, nice. Whoa, yeah. That's like an hour of work. Yeah. That's four tickets. Yeah. I bought one. So I made a profit of technically $10 because the first one was a $5 investment. Keep going at that rate. Um, but I knew <laughs> I had won something because I had so many numbers that matched. And I was like, is this five? In my head, I was like, I think it's the $5,000 prize. Oh. I didn't. But I know that I'm dumb. So I was like, <laughs> it's probably nothing. So the $20, I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. So it was like okay. a funny like funny scenario that i don't know anything about lottery tickets but i had a feeling i'd want something it's fun to play i get the set for life's oh. anytime i go to just one gas station by my house or one <laughs> you're like it is a station. scratch i only like scratch i can only do scratch yeah i like working for <laughs> yeah for my i like pay have you ever won anything um no nah, maybe like a free ticket or like five dollars or is something that the like option that. like a free ticket five dollars or set for life uh, it's like 200,000, 100,000, 50,000, 20,000, 1,000. Well, they really jumped $20, in. five. That's why it's so exciting because, oh, yeah. you, you know, there's so many options. There's, yeah. It's a numbers game. I won like $40. What? Oh, I've never bought a ticket myself, but people will, you know, yeah. give them to you. It's a good birthday gift. Cards. Yeah. It's a fun gift. And yeah, I won $40. 
it's weird to like go into Shoppers Drug Mart and be like, give me $40 because yeah. <laughs> then they have to like call someone over and be like, do we just give her $40? And they're like, yeah, just give her $40. Then I'm standing there like waiting. <laughs> My $40, please. Yeah, pay me yeah. now, please. I was worried because I was like, what if I won this much money and I don't have the right identification on me? Oh, no, they won't give me my $5,000. <laughs> I'm sure you could come back. Yeah, it's yeah, just 20. It's okay. They're like, sign yeah. here. I'm like, well, I'm not using my real signature. But then they like take a picture of you and post it. And they the can't do that anymore. It's oh, optional. Really? Oh, okay, that's good. Because people got into. Yeah, well, like you don't want your identity out yeah. there. Then people go and steal it. They I hit guess. you up. Yeah. All your weird friends and yeah, yeah, enemies yeah, yeah, yeah. your whole life were like, hey, remember me? Mine I have... would be just like government. Hey, remember me? Yeah. <laughs> I wish Yoink. I could forget. Um, I have like a retail. It's not really retail dream. It's like a dream. At first it was a nightmare and then it turned out really good. All right. And it involved a big giant company that I didn't think would care about me oh. or help oh. me. But they did. It was Google. Oh. <laughs> um. So I was noticing that my Google Drive was getting pretty full. Mm hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll just delete a bunch of stuff. Like I've got stuff from like two jobs ago in here, mm -hmm. like all these things. I can get rid of all of them. So I like cleaned up. I didn't even really clear up that much space. I maybe cleared up like two gigs worth of space mm -hmm. <laughs> out of like however many, like 15 gigs that I have. And so I was like, OK, this will be great. I won't ever have to think of these files ever again. Like they'll never mm -hmm. pop up when I open my Google Drive. And then like a few days later, I got like this. I think maybe I did it on a Friday or something. And then maybe on like the Monday or Tuesday, I got this call from my former coworker who's like, hey, um, so I was just trying to open all these files and they have <gasps> oh. disappeared. And so I realized I didn't realize that I was still the like owner of these files that I had then shared with right. a bunch of people that I worked with. And they were still using oh them my God. and still updating them. And it still had all their like current uh, information on it. And it's like confidential information that like is difficult to get. <laughs> like they'd have to go and like re-interview all these people to get all this was stuff. It, was it like resumes and stuff? It was um, it was for tenants. Like I used to be a tenant relocation consultant. Oh, okay. So yeah. it was like people's contact information and like yeah. their their income and like their tax stuff and like what they're looking for. And so I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? And I had put it like I had deleted them and then fully emptied the trash too. So there wasn't like a way to recover that. But then so I was like, oh my God, I've just like completely inadvertently sabotaged <laughs> this business <laughs> that's like this little independent company that's just run by like three people who they're all family and like I love them all still and I'm like oh my god and then I was on like a speakerphone call with them and they were like why did you do this and I was like well, <laughs> I didn't do it intentionally so I then got into a live chat with a Google specialist. Could you see their face? I couldn't see them. It was hmm. just like a text chat. Okay. I guess that protects them. But I totally thought it was a robot. But mm -hmm. then they made a typo. And I was like, you're just a human. What's the robot? Yeah. But then I was like, <laughs> or is that part of the algorithm to make a typo? So they seem more. More like, human. More relatable. But like she said, I advise you to do this. But she wrote advice instead of advise. Mm. And so I was like, that seems... Mm -hmm. genuine but anyway she ran this like diagnostic thing and recovered everything immediately wow. which i don't know if that's like nightmarish and terrifying that all of our <laughs> information is still that, somewhere yeah, you think it's gone and she couldn't see any of it she's like you can't request certain files and like because of privacy i can't see what the files are i'll just like recover everything you deleted within like recent memory but so i got it all back and she was like it looks like your storage is pretty full she's like so just as a precaution i'm gonna give you 100 gigs of extra storage like only temporarily but i was like that's amazing i was like let's save some files on my drive <laughs> Um, but it turned out great. I restored everything and then I had to like reshare everything and I made sure I was no longer the owner of these files. I like passed off ownership. Crisis averted. Jesus. But yeah, Google really saved the day, which and it's a good lesson too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would have just assumed you thought that they, you no longer were responsible for that. Yeah. But it, because I was the original person who created those files, like I thought, of course, yeah. I thought it would be like, if you were to to delete something like that it would be like are you sure you want to delete this you're the owner yeah but it, nothing like that popped up huh. 
So anyway, let this be a warning to everyone in case they inadvertently uh, sabotage their friend's business <laughs> by deleting all of their working files. Almost work Google. Yeah, That's good, great. Google. good job, Google. Yeah. I guess, like, I. Good job, Google. Google. I, I good like job, our, Google. <laughs> our Google guy. Robot overlords. Robot overlord. Uh, yeah, we're friends now. I like to think of Google as a lady. Google? Yeah. Google I know. like a lady. It's <laughs> 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 too looks like a lady. Google likes, like, looks like a lady. That's true. Yeah, Google. I don't know. Maybe it's like. Google. This lady. The roundness of all the of letters. The, yeah. Yeah. That's very that's feminine. Google Google. Yeah. Could be a curvy guy. Yeah, that's Could true. Could be a curvy. I love my curvy husband. Talk <laughs> <laughs> about guy. Um, were you going to do a, a letter thing or? Yeah, we got it. Do a, you want to do uh, Nicola's next? You you had a, a dream. I can do a dream real quick. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was in Vietnam recently. I know because I was trying to book you for the podcast. All right. Um, there's, anyways, people do a lot of shopping in Vietnam and there's a million stalls and in this town called Hoi An, you kind of like go through sort of like zigzag all these stores. And then at one point I was stopped to help this old man with his English homework and it was really cute. And then there was like one street you go down and for whatever reason, it's just like one block long. Every store owner shouts at you you're so cute you're so cute so i was like i were going walking through here every day back and forth i need these ups yeah so every day i was like you're so cute you're so cute i was like stop but more yeah so what were they selling were they selling anything it's just like t-shirts and trinkets or like like souvenirs or hats or maybe like it's like the big like garment capital or whatever uh, like they can make like a suit or a dress in like two days whatever oh, wow. you want it's pretty cool that's impressive yeah 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 mark chavez has this like warm-up thing that he does i'd have never seen it in person but graham told me about it years ago called compliment gauntlet oh yeah and I so know <laughs> yeah and it's kind of like that you were in a compliment gauntlet oh totally i want more of it i want it here yeah, that's nice. Your, your cute street in Vancouver. Yeah, but I feel like it would only be creepy here. It would mm-hmm. only be like some some like we can make it work. Construction yeah. worker, bring like some positive, calling. like sweet, nice energy to it. Yeah, to get teens to do it because usually they're saying the opposite. Oh my gosh, to get trained teens to be nice and say you're cute because then you know from them like they know what's cute. Yeah, that's, that's true. Cool. Yeah, they're they know the trends. They know the internet. They um, go on Reddit. Oh, I one more thing. I remember to have another retail dream. Oh it's, yeah. Uh somebody named Chris Thornton. Somebody mm-hmm, from Carb Face podcast. Uh wrote a letter to where I work. What? Uh to say that he liked the products, which is true. He has mentioned it before. Uh-huh. But also called and we got to speak on the phone. Oh, that's oh, nice. really nice. That's thoughtful. Oh, podcast crossover. Mm. Yeah. I just mailed them some candy. Oh, that's so sweet. I never mailed them anything and I had to throw out a bunch of expired candy I had for them. I How live... do you like candy expired? <laughs> yeah. That's... What I should do is get in on Jessica's next shipment. I live a block away from what's it called? The post office. I almost mm. called it the airport. Um, <laughs> the mail airport. And I go in mail there port. all the time. So it's just like, if you're not doing it regularly, I can see letting it slide. Mm-hmm. Tell um, me about it. I have a too lewd for stop podcasting yourself listener submission well i think this is a first it's too good for you to put on your show it's too good for you so for any listener who's not familiar with this segment i called in and overheard to stop podcasting yourself once and they never played it because i think it was too lewd i don't remember what it was though i was in pittsburgh i think and there were two men biking it was summer there was two men biking down a hill like no helmets probably drunk and uh, both like they're both T-shirts like billowing in the wind going down this hill really fast. And one of them just uh, shouted to the other one, like, I'm going to come up your dad's ass. <laughs> and I immediately Whoa. phoned it in. Too lewd. And yeah, Pittsburgh. That's, yeah, that's like. I heard it's a great town. Oh, I love yeah. Pittsburgh. Well, judging by that. Yeah. But it, and it wasn't said in a mean way. It was like, <laughs> these guys are best friends. Yeah. You know, maybe he's dating his dad. Kindness. I remember this conversation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I hope for the best for this father-son relationship. But anyway, not said in earnest. A listener named Wallace called in 
And uh, he said, if you're so inclined, please feel free to relate this tale to your audience. He wrote it in to stop podcasting yourself a while ago, but it was never read. Might have been lost in the shuffle, but there's a possibility that it was just mm-hmm. too lewd. So <laughs> here's here's Wallace's uh, story, which is retail related. I once worked in a grocery store deli and one of my coworkers was maybe a little sheltered. She was talking to a customer while I cleaned up a workstation nearby. The customer was saying how his sons were going to be visiting. So he was ordering a large amount of lunch meat and cheese. My coworker, who also has a son, laughed and replied, oh, I know how boys can really eat you out. Oh, gross. (laughs) (laughs) The customer and I looked at each other uncomfortably. (laughs) Well, I loudly thought, do you mean of house and home? (laughs) I don't know. This podcast yourself really missed a great overheard. I know. That's hilarious. Like, I read that. I got the email and I opened it and I like just laughed out loud. It would be great merch for us to have a t-shirt that said, I know how boys can really eat you out. (laughs) And then around the back is said, of house and home. I would not ever wear that. (laughs) I'd wear it to a festival. I'd wear it to like, yeah. Like Coachella? The festival. Well, I mean, I'll never go. To like Boner Fest. Boner Fest? It's Why aren't my merch ideas ever taken seriously? Boneroo. We can we can talk about it. All right, but, but why don't we just put a pin in it for now? Oh, that means no. <laughs> yeah, it always means no. Well, like to me, when it's like let's put a pin in it, I just always think of like uh, taxidermy, like sticking oh. sticking like a butterfly to the wall, and I'm like, oh, I'm putting yeah. a pin in it. I don't want that in there. I always think yeah. it's when you put something on a. Like a cork board because it's important and you don't want to forget. Oh. So I don't really know what put a pin in it means. It just means like, let's table it. Did you put it on? A, I thought, I also thought you just put it on a board. Yeah. Like, board, your vision board. board. Your vision board. Your and that's board. where your our next t-shirt idea yeah. is. We d- we need, yeah. <laughs> like how you're like our next t-shirt. And I'm like, oh yeah, we've never done a t-shirt. We could still do our Dracula t-shirt. Yeah. Do, do you want a t-shirt? Let us know. Because we have another retail nightmare design. That's very funny. Yeah, Chris Von Zombathy made a Dracula-based Retail Nightmares logo, which Ooh. I'm a fan. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I love Draculas. I married one. That's true. <laughs> Should we do demon? Speaking of, yeah, mm-hmm. demons. If you were demon, what kind I think like this, I don't know, this might be cheating because it's already a TV show, but I want to <laughs> be like the demon from um, Lucifer where like, I'm like a sexy person who owns a nightclub, but then oh. I can look really scary if someone made me angry and then it makes them have a panic attack. Oh, but um, <laughs> that's it. That's it a good really scary. I think that's like, yeah, that and like. You know, I don't know. Just drive around. So, so what like, happens? Like, I haven't seen the show. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Oh, okay. So basically, it's this British guy who is the son of Lucifer, and okay. he owns a nightclub in L.A. because he's sort of taking a hiatus from hell. And then his family keeps bugging him to come back. But he's like, no, I want to own this nightclub. Wow. And uh, have uh, three ways with my therapist and... Uh, Sounds nice. Other people. Yeah, I mean, like, that life... It would. I mean, like, I love the life I have now, but if I was a demon... <laughs> I would like to sample it. Yeah. Yeah. So like how does it like how does he get all scary? Um, I think he just sort of like if someone's being really rude to him, they sort of like look at him and then like in an instant he takes on his demon form and then they go oh. <gasps> It's like a flash. And then they're like, Did anyone else see that? And no one does. So they also oh. feel crazy. I think it was called gaslighting. Yes. So <laughs> gaslighting demon. Sexy British gaslighting demon. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. I think 
Now I want to see the show. It sounds good. You think it's dumb, but then I'm like, he's like kind of. I only kind of hot. I only want to watch shows where it's people a really horny show, right? It's super horny. Yeah. yeah, it was one of my I'm like, on board. Uh, co-worker's favorite. She was super horny. He was on Arrow. They did like a crossover. He was oh. there, and I like never thought much of the show, but like literally every lady on set was like fanning herself and like touching him with both hands. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> did he like it? Uh, he was like, he was, he was like really cool about it. Like he was like nice to everyone. So then I watched the show and I was like, oh, the show's really, yeah, horny. It's super horny. Mm. Love a good horned show. Yeah. I think I started watching an episode, but it didn't grab me. Mm. Mm. Wait till episode two. With both hands. Yeah, with both Mm. hands. (laughs) You want to grab it with both hands. Hong Kong. Yeah. Alicia, what kind of demon would you be? I would be a demon that tricks people who can't eat dairy into going to McDonald's after not eating dairy for a very long time and ordering a shamrock shake. <laughs> now, is this something based on personal experience? <laughs> I can't, don't want to divulge who this happened to. <laughs> um, but that person had never had a shamrock shake and felt that, that they deserved to at least try something mint flavored, their favorite flavor. Yeah, um, the best. And that they were only going to have a third of the milkshake, no more, because... A, they don't think drinking dairy is cool. B, <laughs> they're wrong. They're pretty sure <laughs> that they're allergic to it. Yeah. <laughs> so that person also ordered the French fries because those are all, both the shake and the French fries are reportedly gluten free. Okay. And then that person, that person had exactly one third of the shake, and then that person had to had to take a forty minute cab ride home. Oh. oh. And then that person. God. That person shat. Oh no! <laughs> and it did not feel good Aww. many times until that body was empty. But yeah, you... that was my next question. Like, did <laughs> yeah. they have to use the bathroom at McDonald's? Because that would be a oh. I, that, that person ate in front of the bathroom because that was the only place where they wouldn't be looking at somebody. Oh. So, but my I'm a demon that gets people tricks people into thinking that they can have a third of a milkshake when they have a lactose intolerance. Mm. It's restrained. It's restrained. I look like a normal person. You know that you can. <laughs> Make your own shamrock shakes with. Oh, I'm not interested in shamrock shakes. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> I mean, I made them before because I love a shamrock shake. What do so you put in there? Oh, that's bizarre. Just put like peppermint extract, mm-hmm. uh, green food coloring if you nasty. Yeah. And just like if you're lactose intolerant, like I myself am, uh, like a non dairy ice cream. And I don't know, I guess like a non dairy milk too. Uh, that person, after it's having crazy. a shamrock shake for the first time, decided that it was missing chocolate. It doesn't yeah. have chocolate in it? No. no it's just shamrock. What? Just mint. That's so weird. I mean, I think I did. I just assumed. I made it one time with like banana and it was actually That's really good. Weird. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause, like a frozen banana. It doesn't make it. It's still weird. And it's like frozen banana. <laughs> it's like. Banana. I know it sounds bad. And then, oh no, and I used, I think I used creme de menthe banana frozen banana and chocolate coconut ice cream and it was amazing yeah it looked disgusting as i was blending it it looked like a nightmare but it was really good and i think i posted a picture of it online and people were freaked out but yeah as a child obsessed with mint flavoring and i would make my own shamrock shakes and i think i one time performance art so much yeah Yeah. i was doing (laughs) kitchen performance art yeah i poured so much um peppermint extract in it that i think i like got drunk as a kid because my mom was like let me smell your breath (laughs) she was like how much do you put in there Uh and i was like i don't know and she was like you're supposed to put like a few drops in and i was like i don't know i really like like that shirley temple king yeah shirley temple he's this little guy on instagram yeah yeah, yeah. I'm Shirley Temple King. I don't like children, so I don't watch any yeah, he's, child he's videos. Co- he's heavily coached, and that's what I really like. Oh, oh they I said heavily coached. Don't like that. Coached. He's heavily coked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like a coached <laughs> child. Mm. Creeps me out. Oh, listen, Jessica, what kind of demon are you? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm a coached child. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we papo? Is it time for papo of the week? It's papo time. Okay, let's do it. Papo of the week. Who is your papa? Uh, <laughs> I guess my cat Peggy. Peggy is my papa, but then also my dog nieces and nephews. I want to, can I give a shout out to them? Yes, yeah. you can have unlimited papas. Um, Lou, Phoebe, Frank, Winston, love you. 
and then yeah, my cat Peggy, who's indeterminate at, at age. death's door. But uh, <laughs> you thought she was three when you adopted her. Yeah, I know she's still hanging on, but just barely. Um, but she may be eighteen. She might be eighteen. <laughs> she yeah, may she, she be kinda, a legal adult. <laughs> she can't like jump up on anything. She has such bad arthritis that she like. <laughs> Barely moves. Loves baths, though. Really? Yeah, she loves hanging out in the bathtub. It's like... But not a wet pumped. bath. No, a wet bath. Like, because the the warm water is, like, good for her. Oh, like, oh, little arthritic paws. Feel better. So she just, like, she'll just, like, hang out and, like, not make a sound. Just, like, instant relief. Like me. She likes being held like a baby, but only like a baby. <laughs> Sounds um, pretty good. She has a voice that'll make your ears bleed. And she's got a big goiter next on her neck. And she's that. deaf, so she can't. And she's deaf. Doesn't like, know how much noise she's making. Yeah, yeah. I took her to the vet the other day, and they're like, "She's deaf. She probably has heart problems. If we want to do anything, we can't put her out, which would like traumatize her because of her heart stuff." So she's just sort of like hanging in for a while until we decide what to do. Peggy. Yeah. I'm gonna make a recommendation. You didn't ask for advice, but I just got Hank a very small heating pad. Mm. And it was at London Drugs, and he doesn't like to lay on it. But what I can do is because it's quite flexible. Is when I can see he's sore, I mm-hmm. put it on top of him and then he really relaxes. Oh, it's amazing. Like he actually kind of stretches out and then I give him like a little bit of a massage and he's it really works. Really? OK. Yeah. So um, I know that they make ones for cats. Mm-hmm. Um, They're really popular. I bet yeah. you love that. I never thought of that. But you, I think the only thing you have to be. Fae, oh, cool. Yeah. Just have to be mindful if it's the one for humans of the temperature. Yeah. Yeah. And like making sure you don't leave it on all the time or because I just bought like a cheap one. I'm sure there's much nicer ones that have automatic shut off and stuff. No, Pets are wonderful. My papa was Hank. Yeah. Um, He's doing okay. He went back to therapy this week and our goal is to get him going to therapy once a month and it may not get better than that. But progress, they said he did really well in his two weeks, even though I could tell he was getting stiff. He still was improved. Like, so we can go two weeks now before he has to get treatment, which is great. Because, uh, A, it's really horrible to see him in pain. B, it's very expensive. Um, C, I want him to have, like, I really want him to have the best possible life. Mm-hmm. And then my, this is the 15th, this week is the 15th anniversary of losing my first dog, Troy. Aww. Oh, wow. Which is so weird to think of. Like, it's been 15 years, so. What kind of dog was Troy? It was a funny mix. He was a Pitbull Labrador Beagle. Oh. So I think what it was was his dad was, like, a mix, lab mix with Beagle, and his mom was a Pitbull. And uh, he was a beautiful, beautiful dog. So my puppo is all the puppos that are no longer with us. Mm-hmm. My puppo <laughs> is a five-month-old Pomeranian <gasps> that I met. What? Um, named Boomer. Boomer. Great name. Um, I was at a design meeting for the future upcoming Bunny Cafe. Yes. And they sort of have like an open concept office there. And I could tell that someone sitting nearby the table we were sitting at had dogs in their little area. And they had little um, Ottomans sort of blocking the way so they wouldn't get through and bother everyone. But they came out and visited us in the middle of the meeting. And Boomer, he's black and fluffy and he was wearing like a little jacket And he was sort of like held in midair by his owner and came over and met all of us and just licked our hands and licked our faces and stuff. But and like as she was passing him sort of like across the table, he was doing that thing where they like act like they're about to start swimming above water. And I was like, he's doing the thing. (laughs) And it was like so exciting. And any any meeting, I think, should just have someone bring in a dog. Yeah. Like midway through. Because dogs in the workplace. Just makes everything easier. I miss having dogs around all the time. You can't be angry when dogs are around. No, they're perfect. Yeah. But yeah, Boomer. I will probably never see this dog again because he lives at the design place. Well, he doesn't live there. The one that got away. Yeah. yeah. He's the one that got away. <laughs> um, I did manage to stalk him on Instagram. Though, so yes. I was like, because I forgot what his name was. And I, I yep, did some creeping successfully. I mean, I found the pizza man on Instagram once. You did? Oh, yeah. That's a pizza I'm man. really good at... She has inst- a crush on him. And a pizza man. <laughs> yeah, but then through my Instagram finding of him, I realized how young he was. He's like 25. So? I don't know. I mean, he's just a crush, so it doesn't matter. But it was very easy. And I was like, this is unbelievably easy. Hmm. Scary. Yeah. It's probably the last time I did that. And it was like two years ago. <laughs> 
I still want to try and find Nightcat on Instagram, but I haven't been oh, able to. Wow. We need to figure out what her hashtag is. I know. That's the thing. But like, I've never used a hashtag sincerely. Did you ask the lady at Google that you know? If she <laughs> yeah, knows like, Nightcat? Can you help me find this Night cat? cat. That One more thing. Me? There's a cat in my neighborhood. Please help me find him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that whoever's Nightcat's owners are away right now and someone else is looking after her because the way that they're opening up the windows is different than they normally do. This oh. is how creepy I am. <laughs> like they're only opening the windows like an inch mm. so she can't get out. Well, that's mean. She's yeah, got a room. I know. She's pop- they're probably worried, though, because they don't know that she's going to come back. Exactly. So yeah. they don't probably know what she's used to. But so she hasn't been coming over as much this week. And what was that sad story? The D- Disney made a movie of it, but it was a book. It was like Home and Away or with all the Oh, pets. Homeward Bound? Homeward, Homeward Bound. Bound. That's what they're afraid is going to happen. Bound. Yeah. That's Love the, that movie. Uh, oh, Shadow. Break my heart. Shadow. What is Shadow? Shadow Chance, Chance Missy. And Missy. And it's yeah. Michael J. Fox's Chance. Yeah. Just talking about it, I'm tearing up. Shadow oh, is like Wilford Brimley, and then Missy is Sally Field. Fields, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's that what they're is. afraid it's going to happen, that they're going to go looking. Yeah, but she's... A real homeward bound sitch. But it ended up fine, so yeah, I don't know if they're really fine. doing They need to chill out. Yeah. The whole idea of it has stressed me out so much since I brought it up, and I'm so sorry. It's okay. I had a dream. I had a nightmare this week that Nightcat was lost. <gasps> so, and then Jay was like, "Animals don't get lost," and I was like, "That's not true." Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's not true. Homer Bound. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Wilford what does he Brimley. mean? Animals don't get lost. He meant like lost versus missing, and like the animal is fine. Is trying to comfort you by saying they don't get lost; they just die. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. <laughs> No, we uh, came to an understanding where, <laughs> you know, when you wake up and like the first thing you say makes no sense, uh-huh. it's just kind of like yeah. gobbledygook. And also you're like still half in dream world. We woke up this morning because they were changing the locks on our building and we could hear the guy working on it in the lobby. And Jay woke up and he was like, oh, I think they're installing like change in a bucket of piss and they're going to leave it out in the moonlight. And he was saying it in this funny voice, like right in my ear. And I was like, what the fuck? And he he just like kept repeating it. And I was like, no, stop. And then he keeps bringing it up today and i'm like stop it's it very Did funny he really say change in a bucket of piss yeah he's like you just, oh my god he's like you put a nickel <laughs> like a nickel and a dime and you just like you put a bucket of piss out in the moonlight and you get a nickel and a dime he's like i don't know why it happens it just does and i was like stop <laughs> like it's it art that's high art yeah it was performance he's a performance art. artist yeah for sure jay truly is and the stuff that he says when he's half awake is uh, quite unhinged oh, sometimes and most of the time I think it's funny but this morning I was like I don't want to start the day with lewd. this Please. save it for the podcast yeah. yeah too lewd tell me more about piss in the morning <laughs> I mean I always have to first thing so like stop talking about it mm. but then he was like yeah I was like okay I'm gonna get up and take a bath when my baths are like 45 minutes so I'm like if you have to use the washroom do it now and then he just kept talking about it I was like stop it <laughs> Go, <laughs> leave me alone. And then when you went to the bathroom, there was just a nickel and a, a dime. A nickel and a dime yeah. in the toilet. I well, you just know how it, it happened. Uh, yeah, he put the bucket of piss out of the moonlight. We don't have a toilet. We just have a bucket. Yeah, he put the bucket. Pee in the bucket. You put the bucket in the toilet with the change. <laughs> it changes to other change. Yeah, I feel like there was a fairy tale about that when I was a kid. I had like these. <laughs> time life like you know you send away and you get like this whole collection of like hardcover books and it was all these fairy tales from all over the world and Tale i love th- the piss bucket <laughs> yeah it was basically it was like this magic jug or pot or something that like whatever you put in it, it would like make it double as long as you peed on it there was no piss involved okay. sadly but like i that would Chuck. be the first thing i would do yeah. <laughs> um but it was like this couple who didn't have anything but they got this like magic pot and so they like put coins in it and they would get more and they got super rich but then mm. i think in the end they like put themselves in there so then they had like doubles of them and it like weird stuff got out of stories control. are creepy yeah i know the lessons like are just awful They're like just terrible and probably like pretty misogynistic yeah. yeah yeah my favorite story when i was a kid was the red shoes i had no idea what was going on oh the one about like the dancer Mm-hmm. The but then her, her, I don't remember, I think in the version I had her that her feet got cut off. Oh, yeah. But it's about female desire. She like can't stop dancing when she puts on yeah. the red it's shoes. Yeah, like a euphemism. But it's just for, like, because I was really like shoes. It? 
for doing, doing it. Yeah. You know? mm. It's because you just wanted that ballet yeah. costume. A real dance kid. Just for one day. I dance. I just didn't want to be in groups. Yeah. I never, yeah, fair enough. Like, they stress me out. Yeah, groups suck. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I did it for as long as I did. Let me solo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me solo. Let That's me our new t-shirt. Solo performance artist. <laughs> so, um, so is this the end? Is this... Is this, is this goodbye? Is mm. this? Are we dating? What's happening here? No, we're breaking up. Are we in love? Well, yeah, in some ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, if people want to follow you online, can they do that? Yeah, I have a Twitter. I usually only post when I'm on mushrooms. Oh, so get ready! <laughs> Summer 2020. I just got a fresh How? batch of shrooms. Uh, That's so Nicola Ariel. And then I'm also starting an Instagram account that's more of like an ice cream appreciation appreciation count. Whoa. Um, it's called uh, Living the Cream. Whoa. Yeah. Living, Living the, the cream. cream? Yeah, I think it's up there. You'll see. Do you, you going like, to do reviews? You're going to see it's going to be big. Not so much reviews as I'm going to like compare an ice cream to like a famous work of art. And then oh, talk whoa. About it. whoa. That sounds great. Yeah. I love ice cream. I love ice cream. Oh, I have to show you a picture after from... My travels to Vietnam. I think you'd like it. Yeah, well, of course. It's a creepy pig man. What's your t- Twitter name again? Uh, Nicola Ariel. Because Ariel is my middle name. Is there a space between? Uh, no, it's all like it's more like it's like Nicolarial. Okay, so N I C O L A A R I E L. It's not coming up. Oh, never mind. I'm Nicola Verhall. Sorry, that was my Instagram account. Nicola Verhall on Twitter. At Twitter, yeah, capital okay. N, capital V. I found you. Thank you. <laughs> I got a good tweet right now. I got 116 tweet. followers. Yes. You're an emotional berserker. Okay, well now we're just reading your tweets. <laughs> These are pretty good. <laughs> Alicia, do you have nice? I like you're getting political in some of these. <laughs> um <laughs> Kennedy Stewart. I gave him the dirtiest look. You saw him? Yes, it was great during the beginning of the pipeline protests. He had a press conference inside uh, the Canby City Hall Canada line and uh, they're talking about how they're going to expand that and I was just like fuck you yeah fix the thing that's happening right now and also fix the Canada line that has three cars and take down that stupid chandelier yeah I hate oh. that thing slap in the I just want to throw a chainsaw at it Kennedy yeah He's, I don't know. He's not doing anything. He's, no. no one does anything. He's what just, does the mayor even do? He's just a lump. Yeah. I want there to be nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. Nightcat mare? <laughs> Nightcat mare. Just get a little hat and a briefcase. I feel like a cat wouldn't she do worse. She looks so great in a beret. Yeah. Well, we put. Oh, a mare with a beret. She is a doctor now. Aww. We decided um, most animals, when they turn four or five, they become doctors. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's what Jay great. told me. Yeah, they have so much real world experience. I didn't know, but yeah. it's true. So we like did a little ceremony. We put a tea towel over her. <laughs> <laughs> and then I... Makes sense. We didn't have like a mortarboard hat, but I found like a, a sticker of one on mm-hmm. Instagram. So we just put that on. Aww. She graduated. She's a doctor now. Cute. She she took the Hippocratic Oath. Um, Is she taking patients? She's actually all full up oh, right shit. now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's so That's hard fine. to find a doctor. My walk-in clinic's okay. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's actually a specialist, so it's oh. like a really long wait to get into. What's her specialty? Cat butts. Um, what is her <laughs> little specialty? cat butts? Yeah, a fluffy cat butts. <laughs> her specialty right now is having so many mats, and I want to like help get oh, them out, but yeah. she's not my fucking cat, and so like I. What do you do? Yeah, I should just leave it alone. Um, update on. My mother's night cat. Sure. She's uh, been hanging out, getting even more relaxed. She like napped all day on a chair. Uh-huh. She sends me photos. Here's the cat sitting on a couch. Aww. That's their cat now. Just draped over. Stretchy. Cross paws. She's a nice big cat. Yeah. yeah she look, like the angle of that photo makes her look really long. Yeah. Really it's muscular beautiful. too. Yeah. <laughs> Buff cat. Yeah. I haven't met her yet. She has no tail. And they don't Aww. know what her okay. name is. Mine's on my pants. Um, Okay, I'm part of the Reading Room Festival. It's happening in Vancouver. So if you live in Vancouver, I'm on some great events. I'm at the Something Funny event at the Fox Cabaret on March 12th. And also Dina Del Bucchia is on it as well. Nice. Um, Past guest, wonderful person, Papo. 
On Friday, March 13th, I'm on another event called You Can't Make the Stuff Up, Stuff Up, The Rise of Creative Nonfiction. Um, Hannah McGregor is the host, which will be amazing. Former guest. Former guest. And then on Saturday, it's my last event. I'm at a reading the heart of it, a reading about family. So I'll probably have to read about my family. So that's it. Come see me at that. I also have Come Draw With Me on March 14th. There's still tickets left. Two events in one day. I will be a shadow of my former self. Busy. I was about to say nice, but <laughs> I that's I don't want you to be a shadow of your former self. Well, I'm already a shadow of that former self, former self, former self. I mean, that's what aging is. Yeah. Is it not? And learning. Retreating into a shadow. Yeah. Like I was thinking about 15 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Like, who is that person? Yeah. 15 years ago, like... I was 15. <laughs> mm. I wasn't 15. <laughs> but I just still think, you know how like people kept being like, oh, 20 years ago was 1990. And it's like, yeah. no, that's 30 years ago. We need to like readjust our brains. Like once I get 30, I'm like, I'm 30. And it's like, no, I'm 33. <laughs> like I need to. Oh, it took me a while to get to like between the age of 40 and 44. I was just 40. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm 30. But now I'm like, because it's 45 this summer, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to be 45. Then you'll round up yeah. to 45. Yeah. 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 So I'll then probably, I'll be 50. That's I'll, mids. There's mids and lights and early. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I'm still early 30s. Yeah. But like. You're still clicking in that form. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now like in, by August, I'll be like mid 30s. It's an exciting time. Yeah. I feel great. Jessica, do you have anything? Absolutely nothing. All right. Um, It was so wonderful to have you. Will you come back? Yes. Thank Tell you for having stories. me. Yeah, Dream so come true. Great. Please. Yeah. Um, everyone, I hope you're having a great week so far. Uh, if you can, be nice to yourself and other people. Because you just can't be, though. <laughs> and burp a lot. Burp, yeah. burp on burp the bus. Burp your heart's content. Unapologetically. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye.